Hey, are you looking to upgrade your key life areas and evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness personal growth and spirituality in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which uniquely fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary self-growth and spiritual disciplines to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you unleash your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present and let's dive in. How to unleash your inner Jedi. So what are we talking about here when we say how to unleash your inner Jedi? What are we, what are we even referring to? When we are talking about unleashing our inner Jedi, I talk about that fantastic film, Star Wars. And most of you will be familiar with Star Wars, right? The, uh, the movie trilogy, which is now obviously a massive franchise, right? This massive franchise, Star Wars, is an amazing, amazing, amazing trilogy. And there are so many lessons that people can learn from watching Star Wars. And people think of Star Wars as, you know, just sci-fi. But actually, it's a very powerful analogy for life. It's got so many metaphors for life. Those of you who may or may not be aware, George Lucas, uh, the director of Star Wars, uh, who had a big part in its creation, took a lot of the story a lot of the philosophy came from the ancient eastern scriptures from the ancient east so it's a really powerful way to tap into some of the stuff that helps our mind and something that helps us to be better people the concept of jedi comes from the ancient kshatriyas the ancient warriors the warrior class in india the concept of the force comes from brahman which is the universal energy the universal life force uh, that god force that energy that surrounds all of us midichlorians are related to anu which is atomic subatomic particles in sanskrit so there are a lot of similarities with the ancient there are a lot of parallels with the ancient culture the ancient sanskrit culture the vedas the ancient eastern scriptures that play out in different terminology in star wars and so it's no surprise that what those people who watch star wars those people who are fans of star wars will appreciate that there are so many things that we can learn and apply in our own lives to better ourselves to bring out our inner jedi and that of course leads to the subject for today bringing out unleashing our own inner jedi so that's my passion that's what this is about here today so a little bit of uh, a few things by way of introduction and a couple of things just by way of introduction firstly my name is prash prash katecha prash k i'm the founder and ceo of stress to success and the Urban Spirituality Podcast. And it's been a pleasure for me to work in the well-being, emotional intelligence space, in personal development and peak performance for nearly 20 years. And I've been coaching and training it for over 15 years. And I've had the privilege of working with people from different backgrounds uh, before in my corporate career for nearly 30 years and subsequently in my coaching and training career to help to see what it is that helps us to unlock the power of the mind. How can we unlock the power of our mind? How can we overcome bad habits? How can we improve the way we show up in the world? 
and the results that we get? How can we be better human beings? And ultimately, how can we have a happier, more fulfilling experience? Big shout out to everybody who's tuning in. So nice to have you supporting what we're doing here, sharing this wisdom. Really nice to have you all. So let's get into this. Unleashing your inner Jedi. I'm going to kind of assume that most of you have either heard of or watch some kind of some part of the Star Wars trilogy so you appreciate uh, the significance of the title Jedi a Jedi, a Jedi is given to somebody who is a master of their senses a master of their craft um, think of a Jedi as a, a, a sort of ancient samurai somebody who is so skilled at what they do so skilled with the sword so skilled with their ability to control their discipline that's what we're talking about, almost like a combination of a samurai and a ninja and a monk. And that's what you get. That's what a Jedi is right now. Of course, all of us can't become Jedis uh, by giving up our family and becoming monks, right? Or dedicating our lives to a single craft like samurai do or ninja do. And that's OK, because what I want to share in this session are some insights that, that can help us to cultivate some of the qualities that Jedi have, Jedis have in order to better ourselves in some way. So that's what we're going to do in this session. As we do that, do share any thoughts or comments that you have about how you could experience this, how you've experienced being a Jedi in some way or how you've experienced being a wise uh, the wiser version of yourself because that's what we're really tapping into the wiser version of ourselves see we all have the ability to bring out our jedi like jedi like powers but it requires a little bit of effort and i want to share some insights that are going to help to catalyze and nurture those qualities those jedi like qualities so that's the game plan let's get right into it so I'm going to use Jedi as an acronym to share this wisdom, J-E-D-I, and I'm going to share a couple of bonuses after that, right? So if we look at the word Jedi, J-E-D-I, right? Jedi. <laughs> so many people tuning in, right? This is so cool. If we look at the acronym Jedi, what are we talking about here? As I said, a Jedi, for those of you who are still tuning in right now, to me, a Jedi is the epitome, it's the synthesis. A Jedi is the, the best of a samurai, a monk, and a ninja. It's like bringing all those qualities together. You know, you've heard that phrase, the Jedi mind tricks, right? They think that Jedis have this ability to be able to influence and persuade people in magical ways. You've heard about their Jedi skills uh, at, at combat, at, you know, discipline. And so these are all the nice qualities that a Jedi has. And, you know, we'd all love to tap into that. Who wouldn't want to have some of the skills that Luke Skywalker has, right? The strength, the agility, the tenacity, the agility, right? Uh, who wouldn't want to have the wisdom and the calmness of Yoda, right? That little green guy with the big ears. But look at what he brings to the table. So let's look at that. And I'll use this acronym, J-E-D-I, Jedi to go through that. This is something I just created. It's my take on it. It's not the perfect take. It's not the only take. It's just my share of what I think we can harness by using the word Jedi and deconstructing it. So let's start with J. The first letter of Jedi, J. For me, that's, <laughs> that's about journeying inside. J is for journey, the journey inside or the journey inward. What do I mean by that? Let me demystify this. Most of us live our lives looking inside out. 
we're looking externally at the world and we're taking stimuli in uh, in fact let me rephrase that most of us look at our life live our life outside in that is we rely on the external stimuli of what's happening in our life in our work in our career in our relationships we look at what's going on on the outside to make interpretations of that inside we live our lives at the sensory level we rely so heavily on our five senses for information we consume through our ears our eyes we taste through our mouth right so we're in a sense we're being programmed by the outside world by society by media by social media by the news outlets and a lot of what happens is that a lot of this information is coming inside and we're just absorbing it and it's shaping our character it's shaping our choices the values that we live our lives the beliefs that we form are being shaped by these outside sources including the people the parents the people that we grew up with a lot of this a lot of this has conditioned us to make us the people that we are and you know you'll have heard this saying right that 90 more than 90 percent of our thoughts are actually from the subconscious mind that means a lot of our success you know you've heard this saying right happiness is an inside game well there's so much truth in that we need to learn to go inside so that first j of jedi is journeying inside how can you journey inside how can it be practical let me give you a practical way to do it journaling start to journal is that a hard thing to do no it doesn't have to be a hard thing to do at all by journaling i'm simply talking about the act of spending a couple of minutes to write down several things one what's working in your day or your week or your recent life what's not working what do you feel you need to do more of what do you feel you need to do less of these four points are simple guidelines to start to do journaling and make journaling work for you because what you're doing is you're, you're reflecting and you're going inside you're journeying inside to see and almost like a surgeon you're beginning to you're being you're beginning to do surgery on yourself in a surgery you're starting to cut out or amputate the things that you don't want and then you start to stitch up or reinforce the things that you do want that happens through journaling so journaling is a very powerful tool that can be help that can help us to go inside to take that journey inside and introspect and succeed and make the changes so becoming a jedi starts with the journey inwards recognizing that happiness is an inside job success is an inside job and starting to change our focus from living the world living our lives from the outside in to living our lives from the inside out that is to say we rely on the inside and i'm going to go through that with the rest of this acronym of j-e-d-i jedi that i'd like to share these are my own insights the insights i've had with my clients uh people i've coached or trained people I've worked with in corporate and I've seen the good, bad and ugly. And that's kind of what I'm sharing a little bit of these insights with you. So Jay, journey inside, use journaling as a tool to do it. Okay, good so far. Now I know some of you are going to say, well, what about meditation? Absolutely. Meditation goes without saying when you're journeying inside part of the vehicle to do that. If journaling is a tool to help you journey inside, meditation is the the vehicle the car that you ride inside so whether you do meditation through chanting silent meditation mindfulness all of these are tools to help you through meditation to start to take the journey inside okay that's j for jedi j for journey inside let's look at e so the e is for entrainment what i mean what do i mean by entrainment what i mean by entrainment is any good habit or any 
good habit that we want to cultivate um, requires entraining. Entraining means that it needs to start to land inside our brain and gradually go inside our subconscious and into our muscle memory, so to speak. Now, we all know this, that when we go to the gym and if we've not worked out for a long time, it's hard for us to get the grip of things. But the more we do it, it starts to entrain itself into our physical body, into our muscle memory. And that's an example of entrainment. You know, when we're learning a new language and the more we get exposed to that new language, we start to pick up the vocabulary of that new language. I know you know what I mean, right? So uh, so after a while, you start to be able to converse in that set, in that new language. So what you're doing is you've been entraining your brain. You've exposed your brain to this new language or this new training or whatever it is that you want to start to do, this new habit or hobby that you want to grab. And then you've started to expose yourself to it on a regular basis. And by doing that, you've started to entrain yourself to do it. Which leads me with the other E that the E in Jedi represents, education. Every Jedi cultivates knowledge and wisdom. And that's part of this journey, you know, cultivating knowledge and wisdom. How can we do that? Simple way, tune into lives like this. There are so many great coaches, speakers, mentors out there on Facebook, on LinkedIn, everywhere. There are good people who you could tune into and listen to. And there are so many. I'm certainly not the only one. There are so many great people out there that we can all learn from. So whether it's a guru or a spiritual teacher, your pastor at your church or, you know, a motivational speaker or just somebody in the field that you're inspired by or an icon, a role model of sorts. When you start to expose yourself to the knowledge and wisdom that those people have to share, you're able to start to educate yourself and build a bank of wisdom and knowledge. And every Jedi knows that knowledge and wisdom help us to become more powerful and centered within ourselves. So the E of Jedi represents entrainment, habits, thoughts, etc. need to be entrained. In other words, we need to expose ourselves to the things that we want more of on a regular basis. And we need to detach ourselves from the things that we want to start to remove from our lives. In other words, we need to have less exposure. If you're getting caught up eating too much or drinking too much, then try to distance yourself from those things. Put the food in places where you can't easily find it. Don't hang out with the people who always go out for a drink. So you see what I mean? You Expose yourself less to the things that you don't want and you expose yourself more to the things that you want. Podcasts are a great way. Listening to podcasts, maybe Urban Spirituality, our podcast. That's a good one to listen to. <laughs> Any podcast that you feel. Again, it's a great way to consume knowledge. So you're educating yourself and you're entraining yourself in the new success habits. All right, let's move on to D. So we've covered J for journeying inwards. We've covered E for entrainment and education. Let's look at D. D, this will come as no surprise, is for discipline, self-discipline and consistency to be precise. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about cultivating a mindset that helps us to build discipline on a regular basis. And that requires consistency. So this is about doing the things that we ought to be doing or the things that we want to do more of in small bits on a regular basis, rather than trying to climb a mountain in one go. So let me say it this way. Consistency beats talent every time. We may have a talent, we may have a great skill, but if we're not consistent with it, we won't make the progress that we want to make in our lives. And I know you know this to be true because we've probably experienced it in our own lives. You'll have experienced it somewhere where you've been consistent with something and you've had more success, whereas somebody else who's just got great skill and talent, but if they have that alone and they don't apply consistency, what's the point, right? 
So what we're talking about is discipline and consistency, and it starts with consistent steps, baby steps. If you want to gain, if you want to lose weight, uh, or if you want to get a new qualification, if you want to ascend your career ladder, you need to make consistent efforts. It could be consistently studying every day. It could be four times a week, but it's that consistency in small amounts that is far better than trying to make a marathon lift and just trying to, sorry, a marathon sprint and trying to accomplish it quickly. So I hope that makes sense. Discipline and consistency. Discipline also speaks to willpower. And if you haven't seen it already, I, there's a great episode on the Urban Spirituality Podcast on mastering willpower. I encourage you to check it out. It's on iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts, all those channels. Check that out because, again, when we talk about discipline, we're talking about building our willpower. How can we build our willpower? We need to be able to learn to be able to make the things that we want to accomplish easier to do and the things that we want to get rid of harder to do. And that's how you start to build that self-discipline. If you're always tempted by certain foods or drinks or products, make them hard to get hold of. If you're wanting to read more, if you're wanting to exercise more, here's two simple examples. You want to read more? Put a book beside your bedside table so you're more likely to pick it up and read. If you want to exercise more, maybe have a pair of shoes right there by your bedside so when you wake up, you see your training shoes in front of you. Your jogging pants are right there. You put them on and you get your five, 10 minutes outside or in, indoors, wherever it is. So what you're doing is making that habit or that thing that you want to do, that skill, that hobby, easier for yourself to do. That is what the D in Jedi is about, self-discipline and consistency. Building the habits that support that by micro habits, small steps, baby steps in cultivating these habits rather than one massive habit change, which we all know at New Year's, right? Now, New Year's resolutions, how successful they are. Oftentimes not very successful because we don't maintain that consistency. So this will build consistency, baby steps to build discipline and consistency. Then we have the I in Jedi. And the I for Jedi is intellect. I'll say that again. The I is for intellect. Why am I referring to intellect? I'll tell you why. Many of us are overly controlled by our emotions. Okay. Now, there's nothing wrong with emotions. Emotions create motion, right? You've probably heard that emotions create motion. It's great. It's great to have emotions. It's great to be emotional because you can bring your passion to your craft. It's great to be emotional because you can accomplish so much because your passion and your purpose come together and you can create beautiful things. All of this is great. But if our intellect isn't supporting that stuff, then we're likely to drift. So this is why it's so important to have our intellect strengthened. So the I in Jedi is all about strengthening our intellect. It's so important, guys, to strengthen our intellect. Our intellect should be the thing that guides us. Our emotions can support us, but the intellect should guide us. And those of you who are familiar with the Bhagavad Gita, um, you'll know the an example of the chariot, that in the chariot an analogy, the intellect is, uh, the, the intellect is the chariot driver. The reins are the mind. The horses, the five horses, are the senses and the person sitting inside the chariot is us the soul and the chariot itself is the body does that make sense i'm sorry if i've lost you what i'm getting at is that our intellect should control our mind our senses our emotions our body but oftentimes our body or our senses or our emotions start to uh, end up controlling us and when we do that as 
Yoda famously says in Star Wars, you know, anger is such a difficult thing. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to um, disillusionment. And then from disillusionment, you go into the dark side. You know, famous verse, I'm paraphrasing from Star Wars, right? But we need, we need to avoid getting into that. And we start by sharpening and strengthening our intellect. How do we strengthen our intellect? By using it. We need to use our intellect when we're about to eat something that we not necessarily that we know is necessarily not good for us. We use our intellect about going to bed on a reasonable time. Like we, instead of staying up and binge watching, we say, no, I'm not going to do that. I've got this thing to do in the morning. I'm going to set my goals for the morning the, from the night before so I can use my intellect to guide me to go to bed earlier. You use your intellect to get up earlier because every time your body's sleeping, it doesn't want to wake up. Your intellect reminds you, hey, wait a second, you've got to accomplish this today. You've got these goals to achieve, so you've got to get up. So what we're doing is using our intellect. When somebody has a go at you and you want to respond with your emotions and get angry because they said something harsh to you at work or in your personal life, you use your intellect and say, wait a second, what will happen if I respond in this way to this person? Will it be beneficial for me or for them in the long run? Or is it going to create more harm? So this is all an example of how we can use our intellect to work for us. So I hope that makes sense. Ah, oh, I've just got it. Thank you so much, Jazz. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. And I would add that suffering leads to disillusionment and loss of our personal identity. Boom. And then that's, you know, there's a, there's a very similar quotation in the Bhagavad Gita, um, which says that, you know, um, while contemplating the objects of the senses, Krishna says, one develops attachment to them. From attachment, lust arises. From lust, anger. Anger leads to envy. Envy leads to bewild uh, delusion. Delusion leads to bewilderment of memory. And when, when memory is bewildered, one falls down back into the material, material pool. And that's like so powerful, so powerful right there. So you can see the parallels again between the Jedi, uh, the Star Wars series and the ancient Vedas, the ancient Indian scriptures, which George Lucas was a, you know, was or is a great fan of, as is James Cameron, the guy who did Avatar, right? Avatar is hugely inspired by the ancient Eastern Indian traditions. So coming back to the point, I, I for intellect, we've got to use our intellect in a way that it serves us. And that means using our intellect to control our emotions, the way we show up in the world. So a good way to use our intellect, uh, for example, in emotionally difficult situations I want to share is to create a pattern break. How do you do that? You become physically present in that moment using one of your senses and breathe. So I recommend simply breathing. It's a great way to do it or you can just touch. So you can just do like this. When something happens that you're about to be triggered by, rub your thumb and your forefinger together Feel the sensation of your skin rubbing against your skin, the ridges of your fingertips rubbing together. Do this for just even 10 seconds, 15 seconds. What will happen is you'll create a small gap, a break in the way you are going to respond to that situation, that provocation, that, that external trigger from that person, what he said, what they said. You'll create just enough of a gap to be able to shift and stop yourself from reacting and actually go to a place to say, I'm going to respond, not react. That's what we're trying to do. You can do it by breathing, right? Somebody says something harsh or horrible to you. Breathe. And then give a response. You see the difference? Like, try that with me now. If you're talking to me right, right now and somebody's going to say something, they, they trigger you. Somebody says something that upsets you. Breathe. A couple of times. 
just by doing that, you, what you do is you trigger your autonomic system for a moment. Your parasympathetic system comes into play instead of your autonomic system. And you, you shift from a place where you're going to react emotionally into a place where you can react with your intellect, with your calm. So intellect development is a key part of becoming a Jedi, to unleash that Jedi-ness, strengthen your intellect in the ways that I've just described. Another great way to strengthen your intellect is through reading. And I would highly encourage the, the works of stoicism, like Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius, um, I'll say that name again. Marcus Aurelius was a Roman, was a Roman emperor, a leader of the Roman armies, rather a Roman general. And he was famous, not only him, but others, Epicurus, for example, they were famous for championing a philosophy of life, a life philosophy called Stoicism. And Stoicism is really a philosophy that's grounded in intellect. It's an intellectual philosophy. So it's a very, and, and by the way, before you think this is all going to get heavy and impractical, and it's, you know, it's not. Stoicism is very practical. So I highly recommend you check out any readings on stoicism and read those because stoicism will help to strengthen our intellect it will help us to be more grounded in the way we show up in the world in the way we do our work in the way we react with people the way we react to situations and it will help us to become more in control of our senses our mind and our emotions so that my friends is the i for intellect strengthening our intellect so folks there you have it i've gone through the j the e the d and the i J for journeying inwards, going inside and journaling. The E for education and um, the, the E for education and entrainment and training ourselves into good habits on a regular basis, micro habits, as well as education, feeding ourselves with powerful stuff for our mind and our intellect. The D, the D for discipline and consistency. Bringing in discipline, willpower, and consistency by cultivating it in the ways I described. And I, I for, as I said, intellect. Sharpening and strengthening our intellect to help it to work for us so it controls our emotions and our responses rather than those things controlling us. And using that analogy of the chariot from Bhagavad Gita is a great visual way to program that, to entrain that inside your mind. So there you go. Uh, I hope those have been helpful tactics. Of course, it goes without saying that meditation, meditation goes hand in hand. Physical movements and exercise help us to cultivate and strengthen our mind. So stretching our comfort zones through the things that we do, exercising a little bit of, uh, exercising a little bit of pressure in our lives. Not, I didn't notice. I didn't say stress. I said pressure. Having a little bit of pressure in our lives, exercising our comfort zones and stretching them through physical exercise, through reading, through waking up earlier, through being kind to somebody who doesn't deserve to be kind to, through forgiving people that we really don't want to forgive, to speaking to people we don't necessarily like. What we're doing is we're stretching our comfort zones and we're therefore building that muscle. We're building that empathy muscle. So empathy, meditation, compassion, all of these are great adjuncts and assistance to build and unleash our inner Jedi warrior. So I hope that's been helpful. As always, I'm going to end by inviting all of you to check out our official podcast, Urban Spirituality, which you can check on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all your favorite channels. Go check it out because there are nearly soon, there'll be a hundred episodes covering life topics and life lessons and stories from people around the world about how they've succeeded and made something in their life successful. 
and all the challenges that they've been through and what they've learned. So dive in and learn that and feel free to absorb. Check out our YouTube channel, Urban Spirituality, of course. And we are also on LinkedIn. Go to find me and follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. And, you know, if nothing else, let me just say this. Let me leave you with this. What would happen if you unleashed your inner Jedi and showed up in your work, in your workplace, in your business, in your family, in your relationship? If you showed up as more of a Jedi, if you unleashed some of your Jedi power into those areas of your life, what could it mean for you? What could it mean for the people in your life? What could it mean for your children or for your lover or for your parents or for your colleagues? What could it mean if you showed up with more Jedi power? Because the more you cultivate that Jedi power, the more you can understand why, your reason, your purpose, the more you're going to be able to embrace this Jedi language, this Jedi technology, these tactics, and start to put them to good use in your life. Hey folks, thanks so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And as with all our episodes, found something to inform, inspire and empower you in your personal and spiritual journeys in life. As always, feel free to leave a little love through your ratings and comments, subscribe and share it with those you care about. And take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our unique events, workshops, or retreats, or taking advantage of our personal and professional coaching packages. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality, and we will catch you on the next episode.